0: Hello, sweethearts. Thanks for joining me today on Love Letters 2, your daily delight of a history podcast dedicated to wonderful and unexpected things. It's a podcast about the people, places, and events of our past which should be celebrated. In today's episode, continuing through our month of dynamic duos, it is a love letter to Harley Davidson. William Harley and Arthur Davidson transformed American roads and transportation with their motorized bicycle around the turn of the century. Over a hundred years later, their motorcycles are ingrained in American culture and ridden on every continent in the world. I am Alicia Mintz, and I invite you to join me for this love letter to Harley Davidson, coming to you right after a brief word from our sponsors. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Dear Harley and Davidson, you have left a distinct imprint on the world with your motorcycles. One way that Harley-Davidson differs from other motorcycles is the loud, low rumble that can be heard long before that bike is ever seen. That distinctive engine sound is so popular that it is even patented. Enthusiasts for your bikes run the gamut of all types of people, and for many it is a lifelong dream. To one day own a Harley. Along with Coca Cola, your names have become one of America's most popular and recognized products. Your bikes not only have a great reputation for quality and style, there's also a rich history behind them that many people don't know about. It all started in 1903 when three brothers and their friend in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, built a motorized bicycle by hand in the family garage. 1903 was a great year for innovation and transportation. That same year, Henry Ford founded his Ford Motor Company. Of course, the first models weren't exactly what you were going for, so you kept improving. By 1906, things were going well enough that you decided it was time to build your first factory. A hundred and fifteen years later, that site is still the location of the Harley-Davidson corporate headquarters. In the next year. You'd be selling your motorcycles to police departments. This continues to be an important market for you. In 1909, you developed the twin-cylinder engine, the trademarked 45-degree V-twin. This went a long way to making your motorcycles even faster. Then, in 1913, you invented the chain belt. This was a major improvement over the original leather belt, which was floppy and would be affected by rain or other weather. By 1914, your factory had produced over 16,000 motorcycles. This might not sound like a lot compared to today's production standards, but you started in 1903 producing three motorbikes total. By 1920, you would be the world's largest motorcycle manufacturer That's quite an accomplishment considering that happened less than 20 years after the company was founded. Also in 1914, you successfully convinced the government that motorcycles were safe for mail delivery. Pure marketing genius. That year, the United States Postal Service bought 3,400 Harley motorcycles that were used to deliver mail in rural areas. The military started taking notice of your products too. General Pershing realized that a motorcycle would be far more effective than horses at the border between the U.S. and Mexico during the Mexican Revolution. He had just gotten orders to capture Pancho Villa. Although General Pershing was unsuccessful in his attempt to capture old Pancho, your motorcycles had earned his respect. Harley-Davidson motorcycles were definitely gaining popularity quickly. Soon, they'd be going overseas with millions of American soldiers to fight in World War I. For the war effort, your motorcycles were equipped with sidecar gun carriages that served as machine gun platforms. By the end of World War I, every motorcycle your company produced was going to the war effort. In all, more than 20,000 Harley-Davidson motorcycles were sent overseas during the war. Those Harleys looked a little different from the ones we see today. The major difference? They were olive green. You also provided training schools to military mechanics. These schools would instruct military recruits on how to repair the motorcycles in the field and in military workshops. This training, of course, made Harley-Davidson even more attractive to the United States when making decisions about government contracts. It was a brilliant plan as well as a crucial service. By 1920, you were producing nearly 30,000 bikes a year and had dealers in over 60 countries. You were very successful in the sport of racing, and your investment in racing teams helped to increase your status and sales. The racing contributed to the sense of adventure associated with motorcycles. Your widely used nickname, Hog, came from the popular motorcycle races in the early 1900s. One of the most successful Harley riders adopted a baby pig as his mascot and he named that baby pig Hog and it stuck and the name Hog would forever be associated with Harley Davidson. Times were tough for everyone during the Great Depression but you were one of the only two American cycle manufacturers to survive. Soon after those challenging times your services were needed again to fight in World War II. After World War II, you were officially an American icon. Your impact on popular American culture and around the world cannot be denied. In fact, the origins of the chopper culture started with Harley-Davidson's. In large part, this was due to the soldiers who rode in the war coming home and wanting to ride the same bikes that they rode while in service. Many of these veterans were interested in speed and power. But some of the more ornate motorcycles included a lot of unnecessary metal for ornamentation, but dragged the bike speed down. So to fix this problem, they began to chop the fenders down. Thus, the term chopper was born. In 1969, Harleys were featured on the big screen in the film Easy Rider. This wasn't the last time that Harley-Davidson motorcycles would be seen on film and television. In some films like In the Line of Fire and RoboCop, Harleys have been a trusted and loyal companion of the law. In other films like Rocky and Ghost Rider, Harleys were seen as the cool companion of rebels and outcasts. The company you started so many years ago builds on so much more than motorcycles. It builds on culture, community, and a way of life. Harley riders are loyal and look out for each other. You must be proud of the many Harley-Davidson clubs, the oldest which was founded in 1928 and is still going strong today. To many people, your greatest accomplishments are the pride you took in the quality of your work, as well as the commitment to your employees. In fact, the four original founders of Harley-Davidson, brothers Arthur, Walter, and William Davidson, and their friend William Harley, are in the Labor Hall of Fame. In 2004, you were honored by being inducted for your ingenuity, belief in your products, and faith in your employees. Two of your great-grandsons and a great-granddaughter were there to accept that honor on your behalf. Here's to you, William Harley and Arthur Davidson. You transformed transportation. You were way ahead of your time in countless ways. The Discovery Channel found you so interesting and relevant They made a mini-series in 2016, dramatizing the origins of your company and products. You developed one of the world's dream machines, and you are household names associated with quality, excellence, and a lot of attitude. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of Love Letters 2. Until we meet again, stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. You can also reach out and email us at loveletters2podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletters2podcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings, stay in love.